Hey, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is August 16th, 2023, and this is episode 156. So I'm calling this episode Follow the Magic, and it happens to be a new moon today, so that's pretty magical. And (laughs) new moons are always magical. Um, and so this month, the new moon is in Leo. Uh, it's a kind of a special situation. The new moon is conjunct retrograde Venus, which I've been talking a lot about. Um, it's also conjunct a point called black moon Lilith that I'm learning more about, which is, Uh, it's a point in our chart where I guess we have, um, a sense of shame, um, and it can be linked to our sexuality as well. Um, so it's kind of like our, um, like the thing that, you know, that we're, that 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 we want to do that we that we want and we desire but we um again maybe there's shame or it's it's like too uh potent right it's this very potent energy um and so it's sort of taboo it's called the black moon (laughs) or the dark moon um and so if you think about it's actually it's like something (laughs) Uh, about the elliptical orb of the moon it's where it's the darkest or something i you might want to look it up i've been looking it up and i've been just learning about it but um i mean i've heard of it before but you know i'm just since it's conjunct this new moon um, people are talking about it so i've been trying to educate myself and um so basically it's this sort of dark place this dark aspect that is it's like it's it, it's like we want to go there but we're afraid you know because it's possibly everything we want is there and um so it's like tantalizing but um you know huh, oh, what are all those puritanical um you know brainwashing techniques that have been used to keep us away from pleasure for how many thousands of years, you know? I mean, we've been taught not to follow that impulse, you know? Um, because why? Oh, it would distract us from our work, you know? It would distract us from, um, you know, being controlled. It would distract us from, um, you know, uh, yeah, being a cog in the machine, right? If we were to really tune into that depth, like say, you know, our kundalini energy, right? That's where the power is. And it's kind of like the sacred um, sort of taboo place. And, you know, many people do dedicate their lives to living right in that dark moon. Um, I know I live there much more than most people having dedicated my life to, you know, learning about these dark hidden things and yogic arts and and such and um kundalini energy and all these things so you know for me it's um 
it's still, it's still, it still has this potency, but you know, it's, um, something I talk about or sort of at least very aware of. Um, I was actually listening to, you know, we all live in our like little worlds, right? Our little, um, bubbles as it were. Um, and I certainly, um, I feel like I had my bubble burst (laughs) where I was really, you know, this happens to all of us, but you know, I was really in such a bubble that I didn't actually know anything existed outside of it. I didn't see, you know, the, um, say I didn't really understand the patriarchy for a long time because I, I didn't, I wasn't directly affected by it in my ideology and what I understood about this planet. And then I started, you know, to be exposed to different things and, and different types of people. And, and, and the older I get, you know, the deeper we go into our culture, right? Hopefully we learn more and more about what this place is and, and the secrets get revealed and the lies get, you know, upturned. And, you know, we just start to um, see layer beyond layer as well as, you know, just all the different aspects of the multiplicity of this human experience. And um, so I was listening to um, someone from the business world talk about uh, his experience. And I was acutely aware, first of all, I've never worked in a corporate job in my life, (laughs) which I don't, you know, know how unusual that is, but I've certainly been in proximity to people who have, and I, but again, the culture, the culture is so different in a place like that. I've I've never felt drawn to it. I don't think I could survive there. Um, And I just, it was so interesting to, to hear how far away you know, he was talking about pleasure as if, if, as if it was hedonistic, you know, as if it was a distraction. Um, and he's unlearning this stuff. This is just somebody I was listening to on um, a podcast. And, you know, I just, I, I was, I found it to be so interesting. You know, I don't know, again, just the spectrum of, of different people listening to this right now and what you're you've been exposed to, but I, I personally, again, I have spent a lot of time in this world of new age, whatever, et cetera stuff. And it's just so interesting to hear the testimony of someone who has been so far removed from permission to feel good, you know? Um, you know, I, I, I actually, um, I felt, you know, I felt like, well, gosh, I must be doing something right because I'm familiar with this search. I'm familiar with this need and this necessity, you know, to, to feel good and to find, uh, bliss and, and these kinds of things. And, um, it just, it kind of affirmed that even though I personally feel lost and sometimes far from my own, um, you know, nexus point or whatever the thing is, it was just like, well, actually, no, you're not 
that far from it, you know, like this is something, you know, you know, you know, pretty intimately. And so when I'm talking about this black moon Lilith, that is conjunct the new moon, conjunct Venus, this month, it's like this opportunity to really go into this depth place and this longing for this again this awakening this kundalini life force thing that like we're so close to because we're alive you know like we have the potential to feel alive and you know so much of the time that can be not the case that we just don't feel alive we feel drained we feel burnt out we feel lackluster we feel like we're not following our path we're not in touch with our purpose we're not having fun right just work 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 or stress 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 etc you know pain suffering anguish (laughs) all the things right and yet um this new moon as i'm talking about it now it's like it puts us in touch with this element of magic you know, that I personally live for. And I know that many people are on the search to find this feeling and do things such as like go on retreats and, you know, take psychedelics in order to get a taste of this, this feeling, you know, this alive feeling, this indigenosity (laughs) that we, you know, brings us in touch with our soul instead of just our, our thinking minds that, you know, tend to really block and suck the life out of, um, you know, drain the life right out of our heart, right? (laughs) We're always up in our head. So, again, just the message is timely to follow the magic. Uh, We've got Black Moon Lilith. Look it up if you want to learn more. Um, Sitting right in conjunction to this new moon in Leo, as well as, guess what, um, the new moon is being exactly squared at 23 degrees by the planet Uranus, which is all about sudden changes and disruption and waking up and sort of lightning bolt energy. So, you know, you know, you can expect um, to be jolted, you know, into that depth Um, with Black Moon Lilith and with Uranus there and with the New Moon and with Venus. So, you know, I hope you're feeling it. I I certainly am, you know. I certainly have been feeling um, a progression in the last week. I I take pretty copious notes. (laughs) Um, My dreams and I've talked about this, downloads and, um, you know, synchronicities and revelations and whatever and I keep track of these things and I've been uh, experiencing a progression in the last week and I actually got really sick last week um, which I think was part of this for me was just it was a time when I really had to focus you know um, because I couldn't do much else so I was like you know really sort of in a meditation for like about three days and last week um, and, 
you know, it just, I felt like, you know, something shifted for me and I've been just kind of watching the progression. So, um, you know, I'm just putting this out there that, uh, you know, here we are in summer of 2023. It's been such an intense couple of years, um, you know, and I personally, you know, I know you, if you've been listening, I've been feeling pretty um, overwhelmed by a lot of the negativity. And I feel like that is starting to lift a little bit for me. Like, I'm just starting to see that I don't necessarily have to see the world that way, you know? Um, And it's really helping me kind of lighten, lighten me up a little bit here, which, you know, I definitely feel like I needed. And, um, so, you know, the message here is, uh, I think there's a lot of magic with this new moon, this right now today and this, this month. Um, and, you know, I would just use the energy and see where it takes you. See where you can let go into uh, a sense of enchantment, a sense of mystery. Um, again, maybe letting go into that dark moon orbit of this sort of um, what is your deepest desire? Um, and... Uh, how can you kind of um, stay in that eddy, you know, a little bit and let yourself kind of get lost in the the whirlpool <laughs> of that energy and let yourself kind of wash, you know, uh, conditioning, wash your preconceived notions, wash, wash your uh, patterning, your programming, just let it kind of wash out, you know, of your system. Um, Because, you know, really, that is what's keeping us in a stuck place is just our thoughts about how things are, our repetitive thoughts. So, you know, just letting this be a time of neuro reprogramming. um, and neuroplasticity, (laughs) Uh, and just letting it be true, you know, Uh, that you can change, you know, that we can follow the magic um, that's available to us, and let things be new, you know, this is a new moon, a new uh, moment, you know, to birth something new, something brand new, and maybe so, because you know, um, it's been a lot of heaviness, you know. So uh, I personally did two astrology readings today. It was really lovely, um, you know, to be in that energy of the readings and also the, um, the you know, research and studying of the charts. Um, it's nice for me to have about a week to look at someone's chart. Um, it doesn't always work that way, but I like to have some time, kind of dabble, 
you know, dip in, dip out, kind of looking at it. And I had some really, um, like I mentioned, I, I had been sick. So I, some of those days were kind of taken away from me, but I had a really, really nice session last night, just sitting down with these charts and, um, you know, I took out my colored pencils and I found all these symbols, you know, that, that we can find in charts. Um, you know, we can find grand trines and, um, and, uh, you know, all these different symbolism, um, yods and, and cradles and <laughs> all these different, really interesting configurations. And I had, I did this a couple hours before bed last night and I had, and then I, you know, lay down to go to sleep and I just had this, um, energetic, it was really powerful of like, you know, um, looking at someone's chart, you know, it's like basically looking at a soul imprint and it's kind of like mining for gold, right? And it's like, you got your, your little rod and your, you know, fishing around in there and you find, you know, you pull up again, the symbol, like the symbol becomes clear, like in the water, you know, um, you see gold, you know, and then you, you know, maybe you find kind of like, um, you know, like a, a wrench in the machine or, or something like a, you know, the way that I thought of it, was <laughs> the way that I thought of it was, um, you know, when you, if you eat fish, you know, if you, if you're eating fish and there's bones in the fish that you have to pull out, right? So you have to, you know, carefully kind of like take out the bones. And I kind of felt like that's what I, what it was like looking at a chart when I see these quote unquote challenging aspects, these, they're sort of like bones. Um, they're relics, you know, of like, again, patterns and these kind of stuck energies that are kind of like bones and, and fish, you know, that you just have to take out so you can, it's palatable, you know? And I just, it's like pulling, it's like, I, I almost think of it like metal, you know, um, like a, like a bone or like a metal object, you know, like, um, I don't know, just like a staple or like something that you just kind of, again, like if you're like got your hand in water and you pull out, you know, um, just some metal objects that shouldn't be in there. Right. That are kind of mucking up the, the waters. And it's like, that's what it's like, you know, looking at someone's chart and sometimes like these, these configurations will just come like stand out at me. And I'm like, Whoa, like I see this thing. Usually it has to do with, you know, Pluto and, and Saturn and, <laughs> you know, sometimes Neptune and, um, but there's like configurations kind of stand out and they, and it's like, I see them and they're just like strong, you know, these strong kind of energies. And it's like, I just, you know, I can, I, I, I have this image of just pulling them out of the water, you know, just like illuminating them. Like, look, wow, look what I found. You know, I found this object that shouldn't be in your field. It, it's, you know, your field is, you know, you know, should be, be I'm mean, not should, but like our, our fields are 
pure. Our essence is our essence is pure. Our soul is pure. And then we have these objects that are kind of cemented in that are, you know, causing these stuck energy and these these, you know, problems in in the field. And it's like just to see them and like pull them out, you know, and say, look, um, this energy could be moving more freely, you know, around if this thing wasn't there, you know. And of course, that thing is there on purpose, right? But once we see it, once we locate it, that's when things can start to shift, you know. And that's what doing this work is about for me, you know, and that's how partly how the reading can be helpful. So, you know, again, I just, it's put me in this sort of mental space of just working with this unseen realm, you know, that again is, is very visible actually, you know, um, our areas of stagnation, our areas of blockages, they actually are visible, you know, that's, you know, most people walk around trying to mask them and they're very loud and clear. I mean, it's like, we really, it's hard to hide much. And, and though some of us are good at getting away with hiding things and, you know, I see how that, you know, need can be useful, you know, sometimes, but as long as we don't hide them from ourselves, you know, that's where the real, um, important work happens is, you know, yes, we may need to mask it from other people who may cause harm to us if they knew (laughs) certain things about us, but we need to know for ourselves what's happening on the inside, right? So that's how I follow the magic. (laughs) Um, And again, just as much as possible in a mundane reality, you know, trying to bring these things to the forefront so that um, they can be useful to other people as well as to me because this is part of my path and part of what makes me feel alive, you know, is when I can do this work and be of service. So, you know, if you're interested in reaching out for a reading, um, you know, it's it's definitely... Um, an area where I have a lot of experience and, you know, do tarot readings. I do astrology readings. Um, and you know, yeah, it's, it's something, it's something that I've been involved with for many years. Um, and as far as following the magic, that's really where, you know, I found a lot of it. Um, I do, you know, I have had a whole journey with being, um, you know, again, associated with this whole world, this whole bubble of, say, New Age or magic work, whatever you would call it. Um, It really is sacred. And, um, you know, if someone can open their mind to it, it, it really, it becomes as almost as normal and mundane as anything else, you know, that we have these abilities to see these things and to work in this way with the invisible world that isn't invisible (laughs) to some of us and to many of us. So I encourage you, if you're at a precipice or at a choice point, uh, to reach out to get a reading. Um, And, uh, 
So, yes, it is the week of uh, me finally getting something back together. I'm actually working on a Patreon page. So that's that's what, you know, is in process here. And um, it doesn't take much. I just have to kind of do the final touches and get that up. Um, so kind of poor timing on, on the podcast, not having that already ready for you, but I, um, I would look for that in the next week. So stay tuned. And, um, that's where you can find me in the near future. Uh, I appreciate you listening in. I hope that this podcast has been useful. Um, and, uh, I so appreciate your listenership and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a powerful time. And I, um, again, just being in these Aquarian times, you know, uh, there's a lot here for us, you know, there's a lot beyond the veil of this new age that, you know, is both, um, you know, a lot of new challenges, but also a lot of exhilarating possibilities. So thanks so much for listening. And, uh, I'll be back with you next week. Okay. Bye-bye.